It's about time you come clean, Jerry. Well, it's not really a huge story, but all my friends know that I love beer. None of my family knows that I drink beer at all. (laughs) 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 How do you pull that off? Well, it's a lot of Kevin Durant double profiles and (laughs) (laughs) ghost profiles, burner accounts. (laughs) I mean, I have a Instagram for my beer, and then I have my personal one. So, yeah, that's (laughs) double life, Jerry. (laughs) Episode seventeen. You know what's so funny about that is Jerry's got a full size fridge (laughs) in his garage, packed to the brim (laughs) with craft beer. Yes, true. And when his family comes over, he tells them that they're his friend's beers. It's my roommate. <laughs> and he just holds on to them. <laughs> I got to keep the facade. I got to keep it going. Well, they're going to find find out quickly that you're just a degenerate. <laughs> so, uh. Hi guys, welcome back to episode 17 of Beer for Thought. 17. 17. This is our weird beer episode. And strange. It's also a strange episode because we're without Zach today. Wow. I think everyone just turned the podcast off. <laughs> <laughs> yep, we're without our, our boy Zeke. But, but if they stick around, they will be pleasantly surprised with our new <laughs> guest. Yeah, local celeb. Local celebrity. Known to myself, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my friend from uh, high school, Corey, he's one of my best buds, and he knows a lot about beer, and we're going to have a good time. He knows nothing about beer. That's why we brought him in. <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding. Corey, why don't you introduce yourself, man? What do you like? How did you get into beer? What do you like about beer? Uh, I've been big on the beer scene for about three, four years. Um, I have probably the uh, largest growler collection known to man. Oh, sweet. <laughs> That's a fact. Um, just, uh, just lover of beer. Yeah, just a fan. Can't be that fantastic beverage. I tell you. <laughs> oh, there you go. Lover of beverages, Corey is. And another fun fact: I don't think anybody in this room has ever talked to George R. R. Martin, except our friend Corey. I have. You're Game a, of Thrones. You're a celebrity now. Wow. <laughs> a local celebrity, in my own right. And he had well, a guess beer what? With... Tell, us, tell us the story. Get a beer with George. <laughs> Dude, I want to hear about this. Did he try to kill you off? No, he no. (laughs) (laughs) Did he have his posse come and slaughter you? You gotta tell us a story. Yeah, I uh, was doing a class on Tolkien, and I uh, wrote him about an article I was writing, and got to catch up with him a little bit at Second Street. Wow! So you very briefly, I don't. (laughs) So you emailed him. Yeah. Said I'm writing an article on you, and he agreed to meet with you at Second Street. Yeah, uh, I think he was just there, to be honest. I just kind of <laughs> showed up. <laughs> you stalked George. You know, you have to learn a, a celebrity's habits in order to get into the mind. <laughs> <laughs> Nonetheless, you met a pretty awesome dude. Yeah, that's amazing. So, f- for those who are a bit confused, the creator of Game of Thrones, George R. R. Martin, yeah. live, lives in Santa Fe, New Mexico, which is 45 minutes north of Albuquerque. So. The legend, George R. R. Martin. Saw him one time at an Ice Topes game. He didn't look happy. I don't think he ever does. Well, you know, when it's 50 Cent Hot Dog Night, after you've had about 10 <laughs> hot dogs, you know, nobody looks like they're having a good time. So. Good well, old George. I'm happy you're here. Yeah, thanks for thanks for coming. Well, of course, thanks for the invite. And uh, Zach, sorry. Um, you missed out. You piece you've of been crap. replaced. So. He's, he's now dead. 
Stay yeah, George R. R. killed him off. <laughs> this is all part of Corey's plan. <laughs> he met up with George just to get Zach killed off the show. Well, well as we said up top, it's weird beers today. Yeah, weird beers. And these are just beers that are just a little bit different and interesting. And, you know, so we'll explain what they are. And Yeah, let's do it. Let's start it. Okay. So for beer number one of the night, we have... Uh, a brewery that we've had on this show yeah. before. We're visiting a couple breweries we've had, um, but for these selections, they're all going to be a little bit different. Right. Weird. Something a little different about them. So this is Southern Grist Brewing Liquid Karma. Uh, it's a collaboration with Henry and Fran Brewing Company. And for this collab, we joined forces with the Candy Beer Guru and brewed a sour ale with Rainbow Sour Belts. <laughs> this is a this is in a sixteen ounce pint can at ten percent ABV. Yeah. As soon as we set our topic, I knew this beer had to be on the show because I've had it once and I gotta say it's it's definitely out there and we'll go ahead and describe it to you once we open it up. But. Yeah, it's different <laughs> and for those who have never seen this beer, which a lot of people probably haven't, it's green. Green. Which is really cool. Yeah, because it's brewed with those rainbow sour belts. And I have to say one of the like honestly one of the coolest can labels I've ever it's pretty seen. Sweet. It's like a holographic moose head. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, that's great. I'm really looking forward to peeing green tonight. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. Dude, that's what that's how you pee every night. So <laughs> yeah, so just, boy. So you're just looking forward to taking a pee then? So I mean hey, this is exciting, you know. All right. Well, let's crack what this. Before it's not even green. Puppy open. It just <laughs> lost, lost its marketing color. lies. <laughs> that's uh, it's like an off green. I don't know, <laughs> dude. Look at that green speck on my foam. Do you see it on the on the foam on foam, the top yeah. of the beer. Oh yeah, yeah, I see it. That's a little candy there. You see it? That is definitely candy. <laughs> what? That's disgusting. You know what this <laughs> looks like? There's this a piece like of sour belt in my beer. Yeah, it's green. getting greener as you pour. Um, it's starting to look like uh, Mountain Dew Cold Blast from Taco Bell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the Baja yeah, it is the Baja Blast. Dude, Every pour has cool. gotten greener and Holy, greener. Holy, yeah. So the top uh, of the can is not that green. Yeah, I try to roll it a little bit. We yeah. shook the can. Yeah, mine's pretty green. It smells like Baja Blast. This is strange. Yep. Oh. The Mountain Dew beers. Dude, it really does smell <laughs> like Baja Blast. That's a good call, Corey. I'm pouring a little bit of the dregs from the bottom. Yes, I got more green flakes. I can't be more excited. <laughs> this smells exactly like that candy. Like the green sour belts? Yep. I want to say like belts. I should yeah. be drinking this with a Sour Patch straw, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that would be fantastic. <laughs> oh, we should have done that. <laughs> That's next level. Pause take the episode. Take a picture. <laughs> Pause the episode. I'm going to get some Sour Punch <laughs> straws. Bottle Logic actually just yeah. released a green beer. And it looked divine. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Does green beer actually look divine? Uh, that's not true. <laughs> what is it called? Like sea monster or something? I'm looking it up right now. It was. Ca- it was called from the deep. From the deep. It was a. It says turmeric, naturally colored tart wheat ale, featuring pineapple, coconut, and orange. That's way greener. Yeah. 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 The bottle logic one looks like some like. Hazardous waste. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's sea sludge. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, 
back to this. So, uh, yeah, Green and Appearance will post a picture for you on our Instagram at Beer for Thought Podcast on Instagram. <laughs> um, in case you haven't seen any of our super professional photos. <laughs> yeah, but should, so we smells like sour, sour, smells like you know Baja Blast, sour tart, sour punch straws. Like yep. so anyway, we'll go for a taste. Same. Oh my! Oh wow! <laughs> That's exactly what I thought it was. Yeah, <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> it just tastes like you sucked on some sour <laughs> rainbow straws, like strips, and just slammed sp- it with a lager. You you spit <laughs> you spit enough your spit into a spittoon and then drank it afterwards. <laughs> That's so gross. <laughs> so it tastes like spit, like uh, rainbow spit. No, this one tastes like the green apple sour punch straws. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is the exact same thing. This is great. I love yeah. this. I mean, nothing like some rainbow spit. <laughs> this is really good, man. It's you don't like those crystals on that sugar? Yeah. This is the beer. Right. You know, you, they can do that like on the glass, like a margarita. This is so cool. Oh, a little uh, Pop Rocks on there. Crackling <laughs> action. Well, I think the story behind this one, too, is they had it at a lower ABV, and they had to put a sticker over the ABV because it was like fermenting. With, with the, the sour yeah. candy right. in there. Yeah, it was getting higher and higher. And it's at 10. Right. And you can kind of feel the burn going down a little bit. It's not like a stout burn, but it's like a little bit of heat. It's uh, it's very massed, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With that sugar. <laughs> I'm actually surprised how clear it is, though, considering everything they put in it. I yeah. mean, it still has some haze to it. Yeah, it's not but, like a like thick either. It's kind of just... Yeah, I, I think this is great. As clear as a green beer can yeah. be, I guess. Yeah. You know? So I, I don't know if this was explained it does or have not. Have some haze to it. How does it get green? How do they do the green? The rainbow, the candy, is the, candy. the rainbow straws or rainbow strips. Oh, okay. Because I imagine they're blue. Rainbow sour yeah. belts. Well, it has like a rain. It's like yeah, it's a rainbow color. So I'm assuming the, the whatever the, what is it? The ink. Food color. Dye. Yeah, dye. Yeah, <laughs> you know some of that toxic <laughs> ink they put in it. That, uh... <laughs> yes. Yeah, so wow. I I quite enjoy this beer. We we had it at a share uh, a few weeks ago. Well, at this point it's been ago. a couple months ago, but people weren't really a fan. No. And we honest, had a lot of great beer that night though. We did. We were we were having a hell of a lineup, but I don't know. I still get the, the base wheat beer underneath all that sour punch straw kind of stuff. Very slight. It is very, very, very slight. slight. You I mean it's mostly dominated by that, that rainbow strip flavor. Um, but I think it's delicious. It's different. It's weird, and that's the name of this episode. Yes. Yeah, this beer. This beer definitely fits the topic. Yeah, the more you kind of drink it, I kind of get like even a kind of a grapey chardonnay in a way. I feel like the way it mellows on the back end. Okay. Um, kind of you know a lot of breweries are kind of doing great must and that sort of stuff right now. Dogfish Head, um, Russian River. Yeah. Kind of get that vibe too. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of interesting, especially because sours usually they're doing you know IPAs and stuff. So. Yeah, yeah I can get that. I can get that grape. It's delicious. Yeah, yeah this, so. is, this is fantastic. All right, so uh, move on? We'll move, we're moving on to the next beer. Let's do it. Speaking of going back to breweries that we've had, great notion after my boys here crapped on it the time we had their beers. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> we've made it well known that we weren't fans of the great notion beers. When you say we. We as a collective group. <laughs> No, I, we keep harping on it, Jesus. We we didn't enjoy the Great Motion beers we had on that, that show, but we do enjoy other stuff. That now they, the chance for redemption. Yes. 
And and it's a sour. Spoiler alert: This is a delicious beer. <laughs> We've had it before. <laughs> um, the next beer we have is Great Notion Brewing Blueberry Muffin. This is in a 16-ounce pint can at 6% ABV. It says, this tart and whimsical blueberry treat will remind you of your family's freshly baked blueberry muffins. And it's got a phenomenal grizzly beard drooling grizzly bear. over... Did I say bear? Beard. Said, beard. Well, or beard. <laughs> it is a grizzly beard. It has beard. all three. Don't worry about it. It's freaking awesome. <laughs> uh, amalgamation of all. It's a gr- big old grizzly bear, and he's got he's like juggling three blueberry muffins while he's got his tongue halfway out of his mouth, and he's got drool <laughs> dripping off. It is phenomenal. Just think, rabid Yogi the Bear. That's yeah, what got. <laughs> <laughs> like Yogi the Bear with rabies, yeah. Yeah. juggling three <laughs> blueberry muffins. And once again, you can catch this beautiful can art at Beer for Thought Podcast on Instagram. <laughs> also on I Twitter, swear. I post the pictures on Twitter at underscore Beer for Thought Pod. Moving on. <laughs> the reason I picked this beer, and I think it's weird, is because when you open it up, you get that blueberry smell right away from across the room. And it just it's one of those things that I've never really had in a beer. You get the distinct flavor of a blueberry muffin. So what's the appearance on this one? This one is like a tea, uh, copper tone orangey. Yeah, it doesn't look like you would think it would look. No, not at all. When you hear blueberry muffin, I don't know, you expect it to be blue maybe? <laughs> just because we what came off a yeah, green beer doesn't just, say, you just want a rainbow beer tonight. It's... Well, yeah, I do. You know what? Great notion. You suck. You can't even put the. You can't even. You can't even put. Oh, no, I'm just dude. kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, but it's. I don't know. For me, it wasn't the color I was expecting for a blueberry muffin beer. It's like a no. red copperish. Kind of like it's like a saison kind of. Yeah, it's a little bit darker. Darker yeah, red copper. Yeah. It looks like that golden brown that you get when you peel the wrapper off of a muffin. That's oh, the bottom of the muffin, yeah, the like the burnt part, the, part, the burnt yeah. part of the muffin. That's kind of what you get—the golden brown toastiness on the nose. It's literally just that. It almost has like an almond like scent on the back end too, kind of like a nuttiness too. Oh yeah, I can get that. Like a muffin with like the nuts in it. Like even though it has a blueberry, you get a little bit of the walnuts. When I stuff my nose in this beer, it reminds me of two things. It reminds me of me walking down Costco when they pull those blueberry muffins straight <laughs> oh out the bakery. And it also reminds me of a beautiful cabin covered in deep snow. And you're out there with your family and your grandma's baking you some nice blueberry muffins. She opens up the oven and the, the sweet, sweet aroma of these mountain pick blueberry muffins comes wafting through the cabin as you're sitting there next to the fire with your flannel blanket on. And you just get that nice, whimsical smell of blueberries. When he goes like this, we just let him go on. <laughs> yeah. That is the most vivid <laughs> recollection. He must also be talking to George R. R. Martin. <laughs> Matt, Thanks for, thank you for that <laughs> visualization. Thanks, George. It was beautiful. I don't even think I need to taste the beer anymore. <laughs> I've already had it. I, I tasted mean, it with me, your words. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love the aroma on this beer. And the flavor's great. But I'm missing that... Honestly, it's not it doesn't have as much of a punch, and I'm thinking it's because we had it right after that that striped candy beer. I don't know. I think the fact that it's a sour kind of detracts from it. I don't want it to be tart. I can kind of agree with that because I feel like it's muting out the blueberry 
And I, need, I think it would have been better to do it more like even as a brown, maybe. So you have a little bit of that breadiness. Right. So it tastes more like an actual muffin as opposed to a sour, which is kind of muting out those flavors. That's fair. Here's my thing. I, I think this beer is delicious. I'm beer. really nitpicking on it. I think it's really, really great. But it, you, I mean, because blueberries do have that little tinge of tannin, like sour on the end. But this one kind of carries it a little bit longer, and it kind of throws it off because it smells so much, and it tastes so much like blueberry muffins. And then that sourness kind of carries out a little longer. You're like, huh, maybe if it dropped off a little bit sooner, it'd be perfect. But this beer is delicious. It's a great beer. It is a really a little, beer. Yeah, a little bit more malt build to it. I think it would balance that yeah. you know, stringency at the end, and then it would just end on a sweet note. I think it would right. be delicious. But you, I mean, it, it is great. I have to say, like, I'm I'm nitpicking, but I think it's delicious. I can't argue that it is blueberry muffin. Oh, I absolutely. can't. I cannot argue <laughs> yeah. that. Absolutely. When you and the aroma on this beer is divine. I I love the smell of this beer so much. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, everything you guys said is spot on. Uh, I just wish there was more of that thicker feel of a blueberry muffin in this beer. I think the sour flavor just takes it off. It, it just puts it off a little. I think even a mouthfeel a little bit thicker would make it yeah. a little bit more, a little thicker on your thick meter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want three C's in this beer. <laughs> we haven't had a, a good stout yet, but we're introducing a thicko-meter, and it's going to be great. Yes. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> um, let's talk about our horrible Super Bowl predictions. <laughs> that was a disaster. I have to say, what a boring Super Bowl. And Trey Wingo, you can suck it because I'll say it's boring. I'll watch the whole thing. It was super boring. Um, he's, like, it, he's like, well, you guys are tuned in. That's what he, like. The reason why we tuned in was because it's the Super Bowl. Trey went off about how, oh, just shut up. You watch the whole game and you want to talk about it more. It's the Super Bowl. It was a, it was a close game. That doesn't mean it was entertaining. It was yeah. a close game. You're going to watch it through to see who wins the game because it was close, Trey. It was close until the fourth quarter, so you shut up. You shut the hell up, Trey. Simmer down, simmer down. I used to love Trey. If anybody wants to see the video of Trey going off, just just Google or search for Trey Wingo going off about Super Bowl. You can hear the nonsense he spout off about the Super Bowl when people were saying it's boring. Because it was, Trey. It was boring, and so are you and your show. The the, uh, little beer share we had was... Far better than the Super Bowl. Oh, oh yeah, that was definitely much better. <laughs> yeah, let's go to break. Oh wait, no, let's talk about how I was the only one that predicted the Patriots were going to win. Let's go to break. See you guys. Every single one of it's going to be a high. Dude, score I was I was only thirty points off, <laughs> but I still <laughs> predicted the Pats to win. You still lost, even though you picked the Pats. You lost by a lot. Of <laughs> yeah, I didn't lose. I picked the I picked the right team to win. Yeah, but best of the worst. You were but 20, we were still all crap. 25 points all. Like that's quite a bit for the Patriots. Yeah, but I picked the winner. So I picked I the lowest. Pick, I picked did you the pick the winner score? Evan? Uh, I haven't paid attention to sports. Has Tom Brady retired yet? <laughs> Not yet, but Damn, I lost that too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, you did lose that. You said he'd retire. All right, let's let's go to break. Here is some local artist that we do not know who's going to be on yet. <laughs> but we'll tell you in the Instagram post, at Beer for Thought Podcast. Perfect.
And we're back from break. What do we got going? For the local spotlight, Matt. For the local spotlight, we are highlighting a newer brewery here in the Albuquerque area. It's Brewery 377, and this is their Flanders Flanders style red. The reason why I picked them is because today we're doing a weird beer episode, and they're known for doing some kind of weird styles with their beer and weird like mixes. They have a little project that they call the Basement Barrel Project, and I just want to read off a few of the names of the beers that they're making, Okay. <laughs> So, we'll start off with the least weird beer that they're doing. It's called the Super Bowl Sour. It's a spontaneously fermented sour on cherries blended with milk stout. And Tom Brady's sweat. <laughs> <laughs> they had that one on tap and they wouldn't growl. Why sour. wouldn't they? I mean, do they know who we are? <laughs> How dare they say no to our growler request of Super Bowl Sour? It's not even the Super Bowl anymore. It's <laughs> Jesus. It's over. It's Get like over they didn't it. even hear your predictions from last week or anything. <laughs> yeah, they didn't need to know how bad our predictions were. <laughs> so Corey's going up to the Stout Invitational up in Los Alamos for the local area peeps. 377 is taking Mimosa Stout. Ooh, nothing says stout like oranges and champagne. Mm, <laughs> nope. <laughs> I asked my wife, Danielle, I was like, would you try the mimosa stout? She's like, yeah. I'm like, well, what the hell do you think a mimosa stout is? She's like, an orange stout. I'm like, yeah, but that's just mimosa No, we had a pretty stout. good you know, I'm orange stout No, I wonder if it's a white stout. Do you think it's a white stout with well, oranges? No, I mean, Bourbon County. I guess you could do like a sunshine stout. Bourbon County had a great orange stout. Yeah, but that wasn't a mimosa. I don't know. It just feels really targeted to white girls, and I'm offended. So, Corey will have to report back how the mimosa stout is when he goes and tries <laughs> it at the uh, Stout Invitational. Uh, and my favorite Basement Barrel Project beer, let me find it. Well, yes. at least the title. I haven't tried any of the Basement Barrel Project beers. We are literally judging beers by the covers right now. <laughs> <laughs> you just wait till you hear the title of this beer, buddy. So, here it is. It's called... This is the secret series in the Basement Barrel Project called Hide and Seek. Get ready for this, people. IPA lager on peaches and Britannomyces. Wait, come on. You can't have an IPA that's a lager. I'm sorry. <laughs> you, you have Corey. to choose one yeast or the other. Thank you, Corey. You cannot have it both ways. Wouldn't <laughs> that just be an IPL? Isn't it the same thing? No, dude. It's an India Pale Ale lager. I just I have to try it, I guess. To maybe well, understand it. It's just it. not but what the other possible. Like, yeah, you can't have the yeast and ale yeast. But I'm saying it's like it's on peaches and bread. IPA lager. So it's like a Hail Mary on beer. Peaches also it just and sounds like bread. very like pseudomasochistic, this basement and hide and seek <laughs> and there's a secret dungeon of beer. I don't like it. <laughs> I'm still trying to wrap my head around the IPA lager part. Is it lager yeast? Or is it lager? Or is it ale yeast? With the lager temperature. Yeah, that's like, uh, ah. we need to know more. Too much temperatures. <laughs> I will go to the secret sex dungeon of beer and figure it out. <laughs> you know, Sacrifices. <laughs> I, there's a lot I will do for beer. <laughs> so let me, let me read this last one. Oh, my God. This one is called The Duke. 
vanilla graham cracker porter sour with a blend of wild sour Flanders red and Saison that has been barrel-aged. That sounds like the end of King's Cup, I do believe. (laughs) (laughs) This is called the Duke, which is another name for King's Cup. Uh, The end of King's Cup. You get it now? It's genius. (laughs) Genius! These guys are way ahead of their time. They're ahead of the curve. We have cracked the code. <laughs> I don't know if we're making fun of these guys or doing Look, a really good job. It is what it is. We're reading these names off and these titles and the styles that they are for what they are. You decide. But we're going to try their Flanders right now. We'll let you know. Yeah, hopefully this Flanders red is good. They are making a name for what they do, so we'll see. It really does have a pretty copper color. Yeah, it does. It's a good looking beer. The carb looks good, too, based on just the pour that we got. It smells ex- extremely sweet. I get like cocoa nibs. I get like burnt marshmallow. Yeah, I get like you a, guys get that? I get a vanilla. Uh, yeah, kind of like a s'more type situation. But I get a vanilla sweetness to it. I get it's a vanilla caramel sweet. You know what it is? Those weird circus peanuts. You know, <laughs> those like orange circus peanut candy. Dude, the midget peanut, ones, the candied ones. They're like They're that right. weird old banana flavor. That's what that. I get a banana too. Yeah, I get like get like a little bit of bubble gum. I can pick out each of these. You get flavors. the bubble gum. Yeah. I can get bubblegum. I get bubblegum. Marshmallow. Ro- toasted marshmallow. Banana. Vanilla. This is interesting. Cotton candy. I love, I'm digging the smell now. Like, I like how it keeps changing. It smells interesting. It doesn't smell bad. It's a lot of sweet smelling. It's very sweet. It does not smell like a Flanders red. Not even not, close. No, not close. This is not how this style should smell. doesn't smell bad, but this is not how it should smell <laughs> for the style. You getting that aloe vera in there? <laughs> all right let's give it a taste yeah this is wow i'm interested to taste this nope it's not a flanders red <laughs> i'll start by saying that i got a lot of metallic it oxidized uh, it tastes like an amber that kind of went wrong yes exactly yeah that's kind exactly. of you got your kind of i don't even know the taste tannin you guys get a little bit of oxidation i get metallic and i guess when i when i try to explain metal it's oxidized. You're right. So I'd say it's yeah, copper in flavor as well as color. But it is uh, okay. This beer's a mess. I gotta say, I had a sample, but and it tasted a lot better. It didn't open up. I don't know. And it's not bad. Like I, I would finish it. Yeah, I'll finish it. But I wouldn't it. order again. No, no, no. It's not a. Yeah. It's not a flint. It's not to style. Just call it an amber. It, that's really what it is. Yeah. It's an amber, and it tastes like they kind of overburnt the the sugars on the mash. That's kind of where I'm getting at. I have to say I've had a few from there that have been really good. Um, they did a cherry quad last year. Aged oh, it for okay. a year in oak barrels. Was very good. Okay. Um, and I had that a Pilsner delicious. that was pretty good. I, act, I had their mother pucker today, and it was really good. It was a sour, but I didn't want to bring three sours. So that's did why. you guys have that coconut milk barrel-aged, um, that one that was barrel-aged on bubble gums? <laughs> on bubble gums? You can't, you can't pluralize it. That doesn't sound right at all. <laughs> like four pieces of bubble gums. <laughs> it, was, it was a coconut milk graham cracker s'more sour aged on purple bubble gums. It's part of the, it was part of the secret dungeon. Attic. The secret attic. Is <laughs> the secret dungeon attic Sky Mall series. <laughs> what bubble gums? Juicy fruit. Orbits. You know, I actually kind of say this is juicy fruit in a weird way. I don't know. 
Um, this is, I mean, this isn't a fair representation of the brewery. I have this is the first beer I've had from them, so I'm, I don't want to hate on them. <laughs> it too is hard. very unbiased bias representation. <laughs> um, and I, I hate, hate, I, I don't want to hate on a local spotlight because I think everybody should go out and try it for themselves. Well, they had good beers. So there. Jerry said they had good beers. Yeah. I will personally make a trip over to three seven seven. I'm going to do a flight. It's a crazy Me location. Me and Evan will go together, and we're gonna we're gonna support them. Exactly. Yeah. Interesting. It, it's intriguing. It's enough. It's enough to make me want to go there and try it out, and at least support what they're doing. Yeah, this beer kind of opened it up a little bit for me. Um, it's an interesting beer, so I, w- I would like to see what else they have. I, I can't recommend this beer in its current state. Not this, not this current one. I mean, I could if it wasn't described as what it's. Not. Yeah, I was just about to. Say, yeah, exactly. If you named it an amber, if I was drinking an amber, it's a really good amber. Yeah, but it's not. It's supposed to be a red Flanders. It's it's not bad. It's not bad. Like, it's drinkable. Anyway, like I said, we'll make a trip out there. We'll report back. And uh, if you guys and anybody in the local Albuquerque area make it out to the 377. And find that dungeon, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Let us know if you have the secret password. I'm looking for any entrance. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right. Well, let's move on to the next beer, shall we? Uh, The next beer we have... Brewery Taru. This is their fruit series. And the reason I picked this weird beer as my weird beer is because the fruit they used in this beer, they call it a yumberry. What is a yumberry, you ask? Nobody knows. <laughs> it's a Berlin style tart wheat beer aged in an oak footer with yumberries. This is the 2016 vintage. It is in a 750 milliliter bottle. At 4.7% ABV. So we tried to do a little research. We found out these are illegal <laughs> in the country. <laughs> Yum berries are illegal. It's from China. Yeah, you can't smuggle these in. You can't smuggle these into the country. China has been eating these this stuff for a thousand years. That's why they all look the same. We're talking the berries, not the Chinese people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got a little offensive. I apologize. Thank you, for sharing mine. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about the berries. Oh, the yum berries. It smells like yum berries. It has a great carbonation compared to our last there. Yeah. Nice head on it. Very vibrant, very lively. You give it a little uh, swirl and it agitates a nice nice off-white head. Tightly packed bubbles. It smells like a, kind of like a raspberry sour in a way. Oh, yeah, Ish. it does. That smells really good. It smells it nice. smells good. Yeah. Well, according to my, all berries look alike, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the berries. kind of has like a cross between a boysenberry and a raspberry smell. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it smells, yeah, smells, really smells tasty. I'm going to go in for, for a taste. Yeah, oh, that's man. tart. Yeah, that's very tart. That's back in the clans. Back in the clans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. That'll give you a little gland tickle. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure everybody just heard all of her lips smacking. Yeah, it's hard not to on this one. No, that's a, a lip smacker. That's a pucker <laughs> one. It's not quite. It's got. It reminds me of raspberry, but it's not quite the flavor. It's a. It's a light berry. Yeah. It's like it's like a light berry f- flavor profile. Yeah. yeah. But it's yeah. it's very vibrant, very lively, good carbonation, dances off the tongue, a lot of tart, a little bit of acidity, cleans up with that nice base beer. It's. It's got a berry flavor, but it's not like. I'm trying not to say artificial because it's, it's not artificial. But it's it's, it's more just got like a base berry. 
It's more of the essence of berry. As uh, yum berry versions, I just uh, I don't know if we're uh, <laughs> adequate to talk about this. <laughs> we are we are more yum berry professionals than anybody else. So yeah. self proclaimed. Self proclaimed. This beer makes me want to try a yum berry. It does. It's very dry. It is dry. Yeah, and the finish um, is so dry. This is pretty typical with the brewery, though, isn't it? Kind of yeah. leave a little dry mouthfeel. You can tell it's a brewery beer, if that makes sense. It's a great oak. Oak fooded sour, with just like an essence of berry. It's not it's like really good. it's not an overly potent berry flavor. It's more of a base Berliner flavor with like, you know, like a hint of berry, which is I mean it's very refreshing. And this is a sixteen vintage, so um, it's a couple of years old. Definitely did not drop off. Well, maybe it did. We have no freaking clue. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we wouldn't know, but uh, I think it's good. One thing I have to say I like is a lot of times with berry beer is a little bit too forefront, so sometimes you'll lose other notes. I think this is kind of the opposite, where everything else is kind of pronounced and the berry is kind of on the afternoon. Right. This is more of an afterthought, so it's kind of nice. It's more of just a flavor adjunct than, you know, I would say something defining the beer. Right. Um, but it's very balanced, and uh, I think it's really just sits really nice in the back of the tongue. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. When I first couple of sips, it was like super tart. When I have my palate's kind of acclimated, and it's still, I still get a lot of sour. Yeah, but it's easier to drink now. The thing I really appreciate about the brewery is they have a really, really good tartness level, but it doesn't go acetone. It doesn't go overly acidic. Oh yeah, no. So I've I've had a few sips of this beer. It is still dancing on my tongue. Yeah, it's very nice. It is the brewery. I've done it again. <laughs> <laughs> Evan calls it the brewery. Kind of effervescent in a way. Yeah. It is. Uh, we keep saying the brewery. It's spelled B R U E R Y. Yeah. That's why it's the brewery. The brewery. <laughs> That's another one. Uh, all these, all the beers that we had today have been revisiting, except for the level spotlight of beers that we've had on the podcast. Breweries that we've had. Breweries. On the yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And like I said, once once we get further in to this podcast, we're kind of like exhausting our sellers of beers that we've had on hand and just kind of throwing shows together. Uh, we will get, you know, a specific brewery once in a while when we have access to it and we'll get a whole lineup from one brewery. But right now in our young age of this podcast, we're just kind of throwing shows together. So this one's so far. Like this one's been a great show. Yeah. I like these shows. It's just kind of showcases different styles, not just a brewery, but styles of beer. Right. It's fun to do. It's fun. I my wish for the show is that eventually we get to showcase more breweries and we're not revisiting the same breweries. I agree. Yeah, yeah this so. I agree. I agree. in time. Yeah, in time. Should we move on to the last beer? We shall. Let's do it. Alrighty. Now this brewery, I don't think we've had on the show before. I don't believe we have. No, we have not. So this is uh, one of Evans. Uh, I don't know if it's still one of his favorites, but one of his former favorites holds a special place in his heart. Yes, it does. You can say that. And I, I quite enjoy it. Every time I'd go up to visit him in Denver, we'd always make a trip over there, and I quite enjoy their stuff. Um, this is Station 26 Brewing. It is a port barrel-aged Belgian quad with plums. It's in a 750-mil bottle at 11.9% ABV. This is their fourth birthday beer, bottled in 2017. Uh, December. So this beer dropped December 4th, okay. 2017. So yeah, they're they're just 
five years old. I say they had one of the best cream ales I've ever had. A tangerine dream. Tangerine cream. Tangerine, tangerine, cream. tangerine cream ale. The first yeah. time I ever had it was one of the best beers ever. And then I've had it preceding that time, and it's been more soapy ever since. Yeah, it's uh, it's not the same beer no. anymore. No. It w- it was really great, and it kind of uh, has altered from what it was originally. But it's a, it was a great beer. It was a great beer. Yeah. Hopefully this one's great. I think it will be, man. Uh, a Belgian quad with plums just sounds decadent. Like dark fruits, dark malts. And then you throw it in a sweet port barrel. I'm really interested to see how that works with it. So I chose this one just because it's a port barrel age. You don't really see that very often. Right. I think I've had maybe one of those port barrel age beers before. I can't even remember what it was. Yeah. But I think I've had one. And then you don't really see plum in a beer either. Not so often. It's pretty exciting to try. I've sat on this beer for quite a while. Um, I know that they aged the beer for a year prior to their birthday because they, they brewed this around the same time they did the three-year anniversary. Okay. They let it sit for, I think... Spends a year in barrels? I think it was a year, and then they did nine months on pumps. I may not be correct. I, this is what I think it was. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it's also been another year on top of that, so I'm excited to try it. Let's give it a taste after we open it. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta open it first, Jerry. Don't get ahead of yourself. I have a feeling I'm going to feel this beer in my plums. Down in my plums. <laughs> Special two plums for one. <laughs> <laughs> going to take them to market. Sun's dancing right off. Through the knives. <laughs> if you haven't seen Eastbound and Down outtakes like we've told you to do multiple times, <laughs> and we know you haven't, just do it. It smells really, really good. It's. I, I, I'm imagining how it's going to smell, and I feel like it's going to smell just like decadent and rich and dark fruit and. Exactly, you get a I haven't, port I haven't yet. wine smell to it. You get the Belgian quad smell, and you get a little plum. I'm. It smells really good. Grab you another glass. Three glass. Matt needs another glass. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Surprise! Surprise! I caught on. I haven't finished the unberry yet, so. I get a lot of apple on this one. To me, that apple smell. Kind of smells like a Belgian quad. Well, yeah, every, that's kind of indicative yeah, of the style, yeah. considering. But. Every Belgian quad I've had and smelled, I get that same exact smell. I get it in this beer, I get it in the other beers. And yeah, the brandy esque thing is coffee, the barrel, too. You get that a lot of times in quads yeah. as well. It doesn't scream plum to me, but it has a sweetness, but I think that's also because how long the plum was aged on it. Yeah. Do you get apples? Yeah. I just, sorry, I just poured this beer in my glass. I'm a little late to the party. <laughs> but I do get that apple skin that you were saying, Jerry. It really does. It smells like a green apple skin. You do get a little bit of alcohol. Yeah, like like you were saying, yeah, the apple brandy. It does smell hot. I mean, we're at 12%. So. But it doesn't smell ethanol. A lot of times when you get that high alcohol content, a lot of that fermentation will be a little bit too aggressive, so it hits you a little too harsh. This is just florally, so it's it's not overpowering, which is very, very balanced. You can tell yeah. just on the aroma. I get a little gin. <laughs> you always get a little, little gin. gin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The main component of gin, of gin is juniper. I don't get juniper. You get like a Do little you? florally, like we already discussed. He doesn't know his berries. They're all the same. <laughs> <laughs> I just get straight out from Brandy. Uh, Do we brand. describe the the visuals? Yeah, it's like a copperish, dark, it's like a dark, it's copper. very dark copper. copper, almost murky, but not. I mean, it's clear. You can tell it's a filtered beer. 
It looks really good. Looks beautiful. Let's go for taste. It's very smooth for a quad. Usually there's going to be an overlapping note that kind of throws it off in one way or other. Wow. This is get... kind of balanced to the point that you can't really interpret it right away, in my opinion. You get a lot of port. You get a lot of port wine in this beer. I like that. I mean, I like the, the flavor. I think it's a really, really well done beer. I, I am quite enjoying this. Oh, his sounds better. <laughs> <laughs> he's got that micro etch, and he's listening to his. As... I'm wondering if you guys get this. Mine sounds like the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> he literally has snack crackle pop beer, and we got. Oh, I yeah. <laughs> I cannot say that I've ever put my ear to a glass. You gotta listen. Ears to beer. You can hear it. This is a thing. You can hear I heard it. it. I can hear the ocean. <laughs> Atlantic, is that you? <laughs> Pacific. The <laughs> Pacific. You seriously can, dude. That's so cool. <laughs> it smells like it smells like pop sounds like its glass. <laughs> it sounds like that smells. Wow, I think it said sounds like, didn't I? You said smells. It smells like crackle <laughs> pop. I actually, I, I don't know why I was scared to try this beer. It's quite delicious. It's really mellow for eleven point nine percent. Yeah, it's oh, very yeah. mellow. It, for, it looks for, more like an eight, honestly, on taste. You don't feel that hard alcohol that you know. that you usually get. Not at all, especially for a Belgian quad, which are usually big, burly beers, and then you throw it on port, but that sweetness of the port probably balances out that alcohol really well. Balanced really well. The Belgian yeast, which usually has like a banana-esque flavor, you can have a little bit of pronouncedness, but I think the the plum and maybe just the the barrel aging on it, it's it's so mild you don't get that. It doesn't overthrow it, which happens a a lot of times in Belgians. I get yeah, I get plum on the exhale. I don't really get. I don't get it taste. on the taste now. I think that's what's balancing it though. But I think yes. that has a lot of times with Belgians. Uh, they usually be with cherries or raspberries or something. And I think it's more just they want that other sugar in there, so you're not getting a one note and it jumps up the ABV. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it makes sense. It's on that's all the secondary fermentation, especially on how long the beer is aging and needs to stay. So quite good. I, I would highly recommend this. Great beer. All right. Really well done, Station 26. If only they went back to this. <laughs> well, if you can go back <laughs> and turn time. If we can turn <laughs> back, back time. time. <laughs> One of my criticisms of Station 26, they put used to put out some really good, strange stuff. To mainstream now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I had a smoked red from there. It was one of the best beers I've had. Quite delicious. Uh, their IPAs were really good. Every time I went there, it was a different beer. It was awesome. Um, the last few times I went before I moved back here, it's just kind of been the same thing. I hope they kind of cut a corner and, or turn around a little bit and go back to what they used to do. Honestly, that's one of the better quads I've had. Cause I don't really love. I don't really love that style. I would say this is one of the best quads I've had because I, I don't. Really, I'm not a big fan of quads. I was hesitant to buy this because it was a quad. Quad, quads for me, and this one doesn't go overly dark fruits. I think when I have quads, I get a lot of like banana esters. I get like a lot of dark fruit, like a, a raisiny kind of. A lot of raisin, yeah. yeah. And this isn't too dark fruity, raisiny, um, like banana estery. No, it's really balanced out really well. The port barrel lends for a nice sweetness, and. The plums, I don't know. Like you don't get a ton of plum, but you do get a, a slight hint. It just balances, really. I think is what it does. But yeah. delicious. 
really great. So I think that's going to wrap it up. Sorry, everyone. You can not buy this beer anymore. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah it's the fourth anniversary here. So. Cool. So I think that's going to wrap up episode 17. Wait. Nope. No, we have to... Oh, my God. What am I doing? Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, we're, uh, we're I'm trying to move on too quickly. So let's recap the beers we had tonight. The first beer we had tonight was Southern Grist Brewing's Liquid Karma. Then we moved on to Great Notion Brewing's Blueberry Muffin, followed up by our local spotlight from Brewery 377. Next beer we had was Brewery Taru Fruit Yumberry Edition. And the last and final beer we had tonight was... Station 26 Brewing Company's Port Barrel Age Belgian Quad with plums. Good. All right, so we're going to go a little get it or forget it, and you can throw in your beer to the show whenever we get to it. Liquid Karma. Corey, is this beer a get it for you, or is it a forget it? You know, I get it because you're never going to have anything like it, I tell you. That is <laughs> it's an experience visually, aesthetically, and uh, I don't know. You always wanted to drink your candy. Now you have an option. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Evan, Liquid Karma. Uh, that's going to be a get it. I mean, it's a green beer. You should get it. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yeah. Jerry? That's a tasty one. That's It's unique. It's weird. And it's tasty. And that's a get it. Yeah. Uh, for me, Liquid Karma is a get it. I'm trying to decide if it's my beer of the show, and I, it's close, it's, but I, yeah. I don't think it is. It's teetering for me as well. It's teetering. Next beer, uh, Blueberry Muffin Jerry. Is that a get it or forget it for you? That's a get it. I think that's, if you're going to get Grey Notion, I think you should go after their sours more than their other styles. I think this one kind of got overshadowed because the, the beer we had before it was a little bit more tart, more overpowering. But this one is a really tasty beer. You get the blueberries, and I think it's something you should get. Evan. Blueberry muffin. Uh, it's a get it too. It's it's a delicious beer, but I wish it was just a little bit more thick, less sour. I would say. Um, so I'm on the edge, but probably get it. Corey, how about you? Uh, I kind of agree with Evan. I think style wise, it was a wrong choice, but it has a wonderful flavor notes. But I would get it because I don't think you're going to come across something like that. Um, so I, I would go ahead and get it, but I kind of want them to try it in a different style, maybe not a sour. Sure. Uh, for me, Blueberry Muffin is a definite get it. I love the nose on this beer. I think it smells just so good. Uh, if you love Blueberry Muffins, you will love the aroma of this beer, and you'll even love the flavor of it. I think it's great. That's definitely get it for me. Uh, we encourage everybody to, especially if you're local, obviously, we encourage you to go try out the brewery that we feature in the local spotlight. Tonight, that was the 377 Brewery. And if anyone finds that secret back entrance, let me know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes, please let the show know and we'll relay the information to Corey. The next beer we had was Brewery Taru Fruit Yumberry. For me, that is a get it. I loved the effervescence, the slight fruit character to it, and over a a nice base Berliner style. Evan, how about uh, Brewery Taru Fruit Yumberry for you? Oh, this was definitely get it. Um, really delicious. You got me back in the glands. Always nice to, to tickle the glands. Tickle the twine. <laughs> but yeah, definitely get it. I would agree, and I would say that's actually my beer of the show. Uh, I just tonight I was really wanting something really tart, and that hit perfectly. Delicious flavor. The berry was there, not overpowering, and uh, the brewery always puts out great stuff. Agreed, Corey. I say it's a definite get it. Um, it's one of those beers I think you need to take your time with. 
Uh, definitely a sipping beer. Delicious. And moving on to our last and final beer of the night, Station 26 Port Barrel-Aged Belgian Quad. Evan. This is... <laughs> You can't get it now, but get it if you somehow find it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this was the beer of the show for me. Um, I was, it brought me, it's a little nostalgic for me. Uh-huh. Kind of brought me back to when the glory. I really enjoyed Station 26. Definitely get it. One of the better Belgian quads I've had. Um, the poor barrel age does amazing with that multi quad, you know, and everything. So uh, yeah, definitely get it. Beer of the show. Agreed. Corey. Definitely get it perfectly balanced um, you can tell a lot of time and effort went into it every level of brewing even the primary secondary fermentation um, just all builds that flavor it's a definite get it agreed um, for me the this is my beer of the show it's a definite get it for me although you probably won't be able to find it unfortunately but i i would uh, mirror the sentiments of everybody that's talked about this beer so far so jay no that's a great beer i I, like I said, I'm not. It's not really my favorite style, but that being said, it's one of the better representations of the style I've had. And even though it's probably ranks lower on the list of beers that we had tonight for me, that's a great beer, and you got to get it. Right. Get it. <laughs> yeah. Well, the other beers we had were those are more this my was, style. I, I feel like <laughs> this was the least weird of them all, but such a great representation of a quad. And really, uh, you can tell it was well-brewed and well-taken care of. Uh, so, yeah. Awesome. Great show. going to wrap night. it up. Yeah. Yeah. Corey, thank you for oh, for inviting me. Yeah, Our great. special guest, Corey, he did a great job for... Tell George we said hi. <laughs> yeah, old George. He'll uh, give you uh, Zach's final resting place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, that'll do it for another episode of Beer for Thoughts. And as always, reach out to us on Instagram at Beer for Thought Podcast, on Twitter at underscore Beer for Thought Pod. Send us an email at Beer for Thought Pod or at Beer for Thought Podcast at gmail.com. And leave us a nice, sweet little <laughs> whisper of uh, <laughs> review in Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, so thanks again and to the last draw. To the last draw. To the last draw. Should we uh, tell him why Zach's not here? No, no. I think we should. I think we should tell him. I think we should come. He clean. finally found a girlfriend, and he ditched us. <laughs> <laughs> Partially true, not all the way true. Yeah. He ditched us. He didn't find yeah. a girlfriend. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just kidding. That's not true. Uh, I think she listens to the podcast. I think so. I think she found out about Zach through the podcast. Well, maybe we don't tell that story. Okay, we won't say. <laughs> but she thought Zach's voice was so sexy, she sought him out. Yeah, she stalked him. See, this is why you have burner accounts. <laughs> <laughs>
I don't, put, I, I don't blame her. Just I saying mean. this is what I did to George R. R. Martin. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> Corey was listening to a podcast with George on it, and he just all got all hot bothered and had to stalk him. Well, no, Zach is in Denver, and we do want to congratulate him. He just uh, moved into his new house. Yes, Zach, congratulations. congratulations, Zach. He uh, didn't allow us over because he doesn't want us to know where he lives. Yeah, exactly. Sad. And by new house, you mean Zach went to jail. That's why he's not here. <laughs> so. You sent out all those fake cease and desist letters. <laughs> <laughs> told him it was a bad idea. <laughs> we told him, I was like, dude, you can't impersonate USPS. If you listen to the last episode, we sent a cease and desist letter and impersonated a federal agency in USPS, and they got Zach. <laughs> FBI showed up at Zach's house, took him to... We shouldn't have used a signature, I told you. I'm <laughs> not going to say it was an anonymous tip to get on the show, <laughs> but I'm not going to deny anything. We'll see. We'll see. This is part of Corey's grand plan. 